So, after we went back to basic, any aspect of how we came in and what has led us to go through certain kind of momentums, you know, what we kind of pick up from the exterior and what's perpetuated by multiple sources of the exterior, whether it be our parents, our environment, our country, our television show, our video games. Um, A question that might pop up is the aspect of, okay, well then, why? You know, why kind of take control of your own mind if it pops up? Or maybe understanding a bit more of the benefits of doing so um, to a deeper detail, you know, or having a bit more of an analysis of where it would bring you. And... Yeah, let's just get right down to it, because frankly, I fully honestly understand if that kind of comes up as a question, and that, you know, one thing to always realize is that there are multiple levels of awareness, there's multiple levels of perceptions and awareness to how beneficial it is to kind of keep your mind in check, Uh, take your your mind to a walk from time to time and clear it up so i'll see if i can bring up some famous example but i'll see if i can also bring up some some of my own personal examples as well and as well as noticing momentums and patterns throughout our both species but society okay one thing that often happens, especially when you look at our parents, grandparents, is the aspect of the, you have to take care of them afterward, that kind of mindset and mentality. And again, in, in this game of fine tuning and balancing, there's a couple of things to realize about that, which is the fact that you will never be able to read their mind. This whole societal habit of oh you should have known this or oh you should have known that or oh you should have known what i prefer or oh you should have been here again shit all over yourself i love how tony robin brings it yet in this very particular case again it's this kind of like casualized insanity of this expectation of the other to know what one prefer and one likes And there's often an aspect of using that, or not using it, but it's kind of like a crutch. Um, You could also relate it to cancel culture as well. For me to feel well, I need this exterior things to be canceled so that I don't look at it. But I have my own perception and I have complete control over where I direct that perception, thus I can just look somewhere else. See what I mean? Or um, maybe you could even say, hey, let me break it down to street level, okay? I live in a neighborhood that has a lot of homeless people, some of them with mental illness, some of them that have had drug abuse, and got into a state where they're not 
necessarily lucid and focused okay so in that in the first couple of years where i i've encountered that and without understanding this like i didn't get into channeling i didn't even get into nlp uh neuro-linguistic programming to understand psychology i didn't even understand meditation so there was that clear disconnect between their state and mine and oftentimes because i was in groups that were thinking like-minded it would be this aspect of i don't necessarily want to see this or i don't necessarily like that you know that kind of mentality and then pushing it back onto them oh why don't they do this why don't they do that but then over time as explained in the prior uh, episode there was an aspect of getting to a point of understanding and compassion which then reduced that internal reaction from seeing them the internal reaction that was based on a basic bread perception or basic bread definition that they should be acting one way or another again should all over yourself right <laughs> yet it is important to kind of take that into consideration because it is simply one's perception that has and brings up those internal reactions those perceptions may be based on what the surrounding well may be or oftentimes come out of what we pick up from the surrounding and also perpetuations of stereotypes in media it's not to say oh shut down media because again that's not helping the problem that is not taking hold and control of your own perception for you not to have those reactions it is simply blaming the exterior and having the cycle and the loop repeat later on because there's always going to be another perfect example or one of the best example we would have seen is how in society they went against music oh music is from the devil Uh, didn't go true didn't work in court you know let the creator be the creator or create what they fucking want to create they went after movies they went after tv shows didn't work they went after video games didn't work now it's the internet and it is not going to work because again the main flaw and premise is the aspect that canceling or removing something outside of one's perception is going to solve the problem but it's not It is one's reaction, one's interpretation of what they spot that always, always has them reacting a certain way. And for one to kind of get out of that cycle, because there's always going to be another one, there's always going to be another media, there's always going to be another another thing that'll come into your perception that'll trigger it, since there's always going to be something else, You might as well get yourself out of that hellhole and retweak your perception. See, and some would kind of argue, yeah, but what if society and collective says that? Again, that's like accepting a Trojan horse virus in your hard drive. Lots of people downloaded it. You don't need to. And if it's going to be downloaded by multiple people and hurt them in the long run, you don't necessarily need to be a lemming and follow that up. Well, also understand, and Lemming was just kind of like being adding a joke to it. Again, never necessarily insulting and condemning because those are behaviors and habits 
we did not necessarily take the time to analyze and see the momentum. Now, interestingly enough, especially when you look nowadays, you will have multiple examples of that momentum getting cray cray. <laughs> Again, cancel culture being the best example because it is still going on that flawed habit and it'll never ever, 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 ever lead to one's satisfaction because it's always putting it on the hands of the exterior. So how do you get satisfaction? Easy. You're the only one who'll know what satisfies you. You're the only one who knows the granular factor of each and every bit of things that you pay attention to and are aware of and how deep your awareness is within those things. So when you get that and uh, as an example a very rough example okay you're the only one who'll fucking know what your favorite ice cream is why your history you know the first version that you got the other variation that you have have you been to another country with a same similar recipe but a different kind of um, variation to it and you tasted it and that got you a new spot on favorites um, your understanding a bit more of the nuances in that ice cream, uh, how certain elements and ingredients combined together are giving you different kind of taste and mood and feels. You know, you're the only one who's going to figure that out. You may try to post online and connect with other people and there's nothing really, there's nothing wrong about that. But you have to come to terms that at the end of the day, you are the only one who will get that granularity to that deep level so you cannot force that or demand that from other people you have to kind of come to terms that this is we're not in a hive mind not in that way there is no expectations or demand that has to be met by the exterior it is all internal and it's kind of like again it's kind of like saying you're the only one who's going to notice if you're enjoying taking a walk because of how your perception is focused on everything that is pleasant during that walk, which could include the breathing in and out, the extended aware um, awareness on whatever comes into your sights and even deeper details when it comes to that, you know, ooh, I'm noticing the birds flying around. I'm noticing that they're making a nest. I'm noticing the various sounds and sights and smells, you know, you're the only one that'll figure that out. And here's the thing. If you've had your head so shoved up on your cell phone or any other devices, then you have indirectly, but actively Put your awareness outside of those factors, meaning if you can't perceive those factors, it's because your awareness has spent more time outside of that. You know, see it again with the leveling up and experience bar analogy. You've kind of placed an experience bar on your cell phone watching instead of enjoying life or any other exterior factors. So that's why it may feel drought and dry from sometimes or you might not or you know sometimes you might feel like you'll have more entertainment or enjoyment of life if you shove yourself into a game or a tv series it's because your attention was spent there and has a tad bit more um experience with this yet as previously mentioned 
there is a negative edge to that. Yes, you can get some interesting storytelling and creation, kind of like a roller coaster ride, right? It is. When you watch a story and you follow a fiction, it feels like a roller coaster ride because you're not necessarily controlling the narrative, but you're riding along with it. Yet, remember the rules of life repetition, repetition, repetition. So, depending on that fiction that you keep getting into, that uh, you could say. Hmm, I want to call it a crutch, not in an aggressive way, but it can turn into a crutch. I want to feel good right now. All right, well, let me open up a game or let me open up some other type of fiction. And you could kind of see, again, without necessarily saying this in an aggressive way, that, oh, well, since I'm not necessarily able to enjoy my life to other or other degrees or other areas of my life, I'm just going to take that basic pill. Yet, again, take the time to enjoy the rest of your life and uh, savor those nuances because that will also accelerate the momentum of things that you pick up and are aware of in your own life, which then makes it much easier, much more natural, which it was when you were a kid, to focus and pay attention on things that you love in your life, you know, without necessarily needing exterior factor. Hey, we used to play make-believe, and it was fucking fun. And there was even more fun when you involved other people in there, you know. Hell, just the fact of gathering up a crew with the bikes, you know, gathering up a crew, going to the park, finding different ways to play and create games. Well... That was a lot of fun. And at the same time, it did not perpetuate, you could say, small-minded methods of thinking, which is quite active in fiction. Again, fiction is literally basic bread of thinking. It's entertaining and it's understandable. There's nothing wrong with that. Again, we're not playing good, bad, right, wrong. It's just you have to understand that you that repetition of that basic bread thinking gets into your subconscious mind. Repetition, repetition, repetition. How do you think you learn how to walk, write, talk? All of it. So you don't necessarily want to get embarked in those casualized basic bread ways of thinking because you've seen how it always kind of returns against you in that way. You know, in keeping it down to basic. Hell, another way that you can also see it is how oftentimes, and especially the general talk online, often gets into self-helplessness. Because the fault is always on someone else or always on something else. And the popular vision, which often piggybacks from fiction, is that the world is going to shit. Right? You know, if you're going to follow fiction, but also you could say the news, which in a way is a kind of fiction, well, then you're going to head towards that kind of method of thinking. Now, if you keep that method of thinking, ooh, wow, your day is going to be trash because your attention is on that. Your perception is on that. You know what I mean? 
instead of everything that you enjoy in your life or everything that's actually going well in life. Again, there are multiple things, which is why I always tell you, the news is showing you a blip of what's happening in the world, a 1% of what's happening in the world, because we are over 6 billion, which tells you there are over 6 billion potential events happening. What makes one more important than the other, aside from one's internal perception of what is important? Yet, you're following someone else's perception of what is important, and to them, the negative shit is important. Well, fuck their miserable life, right? You don't necessarily need to follow it. And I'm being a bit cheeky on that. Yet, still, think about it this way. If you're going to follow one's perception that everything bad is important, how miserable is your life going to be? Quite. It's going to be shit. And just by your own perception, just by your own focus and awareness on what is deemed and perceived important, which is the negative shit. Yet again, always comes at a disadvantage, right? It is your perception. You are the one with the lens, with the filter, with the hard drive. So there's always going to be something else if you keep that perception, if you keep those folders, if you keep those files. So at the end, you're in control of your own perception, right? And again, when it comes to the news, uh, no blaming because it's what sells drama and controversy. It is just an indirect momentum of the waves, you know, trends, waves of whatever is trending. What was deemed the most selling. Same kind of goes with fiction. Yet now you see over an extended period of time how that mindset, how that uh, you could say zone of awareness, because you can you can create a different zone of awareness on things that are much more healthier for you, much more advantages for you. So zone of awareness, how those zones of awareness are not advantages for you. And I said prior, it's like shooting yourself in the foot, both psychologically, physically, and metaphysically. So understanding all that, let's look at what how beneficial it is for you and what kind of momentums you can create by simply shifting your awareness and focus. Uh, maybe a bit more of a breakdown of the idea of a momentum and how it just kind of kicks you into gear. So going back to the homeless thing, the, the homeless analogy or the homeless story, all right? If I didn't change my perception to something that's a bit more compassionate, then every time I would walk to another corner of that specific street, I would be reacting. I would be uh, reacting in that same negative way, with that same negative perception. But now having had that change, there is a less reaction. There's more of a compassionate aspect. While having those inner questions in regard to them, not necessarily assuming that I can figure out everything that happened in their life. Again, the granularity of one's experience is unique to their own and known 
to that degree of uniqueness per the person's or individual's level of awareness to it. So if a person doesn't necessarily pay attention to their life, they won't necessarily get the granularity of the things happening to them, which leads them to other stage and different events in their life. They're unable to connect the dots. So it's not looking at their situation from an individual or very intricate point of view. It's just a general way of understanding that nobody consciously chooses to be in those situations if they understand the struggle that happens at that point, you know, the loss of self per se. So when that was understood, there was also more reflection within to, to get how this could have been me as well. A couple of bit longers with the same kind of parents and that could have been me. The, the whole runaway aspect or idea or profile could have occurred. And I totally understand the short-term gain. Yet in long-term, that would have been something else. Or I also got to understand the societal pressure that came with the school system. The ones and zeros types of mindset of, hey, if you don't necessarily get this grade, then you are this, you are blank, you are that, you know? And again... When not knowing, this can leave a massive amount of pressure on an individual because you kind of get wrapped into other people's way of thinking that are not even potentially close to how you truly feel internally, to where you truly want to go from your own desires and passion. So oftentimes you kind of get wrapped into the crowd and that doesn't necessarily help you. as a story, personal story, just going in college for art fucked around with my initial passion because all of a sudden I had to fill, fit someone else's profile and blueprint to what a professional artist was. And all of that talk, all of that training had nothing to do or didn't really have a hint towards passion and enjoying the craft. What you know, growing a higher level of awareness to what is enjoyable in one's craft, which keeps perpetuating the passion, which perpetuates the creation, which perpetuates the discovery and enjoyment, right? But it wasn't that. It was fit someone else's perspective, fit someone else's blueprint of what is accepted as a professional artist to get the grade. Yet that's not living, That's not creation. That's not passion. So after that, you know, a couple of years after mowing around in that kind of mindset, eventually passion came back True, just doing my own thing on the side. One moment, got to take a drink. Right on mic. (laughs) Sometimes you want to have fun with that. But yeah, after a while, it just kind of became a bit more obvious. And of course, understanding a bit more of what goes on internally got me to clue in on those negative thoughts, those assumptions, laid assumptions from the exterior, which then kind of placed my creativity on the side or pushed it to the side. Always self-doubt or... um, how do you say, like 
comparing back to the professional industry. Well, in the end, you can kind of get to a point where you realize that your new idea, whoever you might be, might create a whole different industry. It's always been that way, you know. So it's kind of like saying there needed to be a Picasso or a Michelangelo to set and create the trend of the Renaissance. But it doesn't mean that you continuously have to follow that unless you like it, really, really like it and get into those intricate details. So it's a bit of a, again, no fault, simply acknowledging how a strict and linear mindset, which is coming from an exterior source, has rarely any kind of hints and clues on what you prefer and how you prefer it. So when you get that, oftentimes some of the best teachers are those who will see your interest, see your potential, and softly guide you without holding your future at gunpoint of a grade. But even that's a perceptual context because you don't necessarily need the fucking grade. As said, it it was all a puzzle of perceptual box because more and more we're seeing people that did not go through the loopholes, did not go through the circus, that, that mental circus, and turned out fucking well. Steve Jobs, Virgin Mobile, various other creators as well, and that's how we also got the fucking light. A thousand experiments to finally get it, you know? So, it's a... It kind of brings more of an importance to taking the time to have those inner discussions, to have those inner questions, and reflect where you react And again, the heart compass, the heart reaction is your best friend in there. It's just that you kind of want to get out of the prior brainwashing that was going on with that in the aspect of blaming it onto another. Again, the aspect of I am feeling bad because you did not do this or I am feeling bad because you did this doesn't work. It's always, I am feeling bad because I perceive that you have done that, but it is my perception, right? So in that very same way, you can fine tune and tailor your perception towards what is much more preferred, what is much more oriented. And asking yourself those questions, what do I like about this? What do I like about that? Even in the stuff that you perceive outside. So again, everything's a double edge, all right? Even when it comes to media. So what do you like about certain shows? What do you like about certain cartoons? What do you like about certain games? And just keep going, ramble, you know, talk about it to yourself. You know, you're the only one who's going to get that granularity, right? Try to get that with a person that's... uh, on a different vibe and they'll go, oh no, I prefer this and this is much better. And you, you know, you kind of, it, it's, it's not the point. The point is basically for you to kind of pick up on what you prefer, how you prefer it, what you like or how you like it and its individual factors. So that funny enough, as you train yourself to perceive more and more what you like, it's like saying, as you train yourself to see 
what you like and how you like it and why you like it and some of the interconnecting factors, guess what? Doing that makes it easier for you to perceive that in other things as well as other people. See? It's like as you understand it, you are much more in tune with it, which makes it much easier to pick it up in other people. And that also includes yourself. You're the one generating this. <laughs> you've got the control. You've got the power. You create the perception, right? When you bring it to an absolute and you really kind of understand and Hey, that's a tricky pill to swallow, people, but hey, 2021, let's get into gear because we're at this point. When you get it that, again, from soul point coming into the baby, you were the closest to the creator, but you are a spark of the creator. You're a spark of the all. You're the spark of the universe. You're the spark of God. Whatever name you want to say it, all right? You're a spark of it. You are it. All right? When you get that, really internalize in, in core. And of course, you got to watch out for the old definitions and prior societal momentum definition of God. See, this is where you kind of want to sparse through that information and those definitions. Because, hey, there's been certain people that place the higher than Tao or an aspect of comparison and superiority but it's not that. We're all on that same base. So uh, clean that up if that ever gets to be a bit of a problem. Still, put the foot down and understand this, that you are the creator. You're a spark of the creator, okay? Whatever you pay attention to, you create by you being aware of it, by you perceiving it. It's kind of like saying... If you didn't go to the mall and perceived that there were there was nice music playing and that it made you feel fantastic and great and it made you it put you into a great mood, well then you wouldn't have created that event, you know, if you weren't there, if you didn't perceive all that. If you do you can kind of acknowledge that you've created that feeling that mood that experience by going there and perceiving it it's quite simple when you get it you know you create that and that includes even the negative stuff because it's your perception if you're not perceiving something as wrong or as bad as offending then you're not creating it. See, this is the little loophole that many get stuck in when they continuously put their mood, their happiness in the exterior without understanding how perception has been manipulated to that degree, to think that that is normal. Yet we already went through and beaten to death the fact that this was just casualized insanity just perpetuated because it's good fiction and good entertainment um it's kind of like saying yeah man your reality tv show wouldn't has wouldn't be as entertaining if you had people just realizing that they were acting cray cray and changing their mood and changing their perception 
to express different behaviors. Oh, they would feel happier and much more enthusiastic about life, but uh, the show itself would lose a bit of its entertainment factor because it's the conflict and the drama, right? But you see what it creates. A mindset that's basically shooting oneself in the foot. So, taking that into consideration, keep rambling on the stuff that you like. You don't necessarily need to bring it out to the exterior, but hey, if you find people to which you connect to without this whole comparative aspect, and you're just having fun dumping on everything that you love, you know, dumping all that good positive awareness together, not in, oh, uh, mine's better than yours, or this is better than that. No, 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 just having fun in that mode, in that mood, then do it and see how far the momentum takes you. And also, as a big-ass bonus, and this is a critical one, look at how things are going to come into your favor. Because again, there's the psychological aspect of it that you are expanding your awareness on that, which then helps you create, perceive even more of it, and then also create technically, meaning you combine multiple elements of awareness together to have a new creation, which then boosts your fun, boosts your momentum. So there's that part of it. Yet there's also the metaphysical part of it too, which here lies the game changer. When you're in a good mood, guess what? More good shit comes towards you. It is a natural thing. There's both the psychological aspect of it that you're more aware of it, but there's also that metaphysical aspect that you open yourself up to more. What goes around comes around. So if what goes from you is more appreciation of what is around you and what you personally love, more of it comes back. New shit comes too. And can you see how the momentum just leads you towards appreciating your life, yourself, and everyone around you more and more and more? Because even when it comes, even when you might land on some kind of a quote-unquote negative situation, which is something that you don't particularly like, all right? Let's get out of the basic language, something that's you don't necessarily resonate to, that you're not too fond of, okay? Whether it be an attitude or a certain incident, well... Even when that happens, you won't necessarily be phased because you've trained yourself to be in a positive awareness, a positive mood, and also not to quickly judge situations or individual based on a collective narrative that was funded on casualized insanity. <laughs> so when you kind of get that and you don't necessarily keep everyone's Trojan virus of perception, well, then something might just come up and you're like, oh, okay, well, that happens. What do I prefer? And your attention will continuously go back to what you prefer to perceive, to how you prefer to perceive certain instances, to what you would rather want to be feeling in this current time. And all of that is individual. It is not going to be demanding or requesting it from whatever situation, event, location, or person. It's basically, oh yeah, you know what you prefer, so you're just going to turn your head to that. 
Oh, you remember that old passage, turn the other cheek? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of like that simple to get that metaphor now, right? Something happens. Somebody's d- angry at you. Okay, well, what do I prefer? Let me look over there. Oh, they'll, they'll be rambling and they'll create whatever stories that they want or they'll attempt to move into an aspect of justification in their bitterness. That is all right because it is their experience. It is not yours. See, that's the thing that you kind of want to realize with the whole gossip aspect, if it gets to that point. It is their experience. It is their perception. Yet, ultimately, you understand that whatever your perception is brings more of it back. So if you're in a negative and shitty and sticky mood, well, you're going to get more of that. It's going to continuously come. So, hey, turn the other cheek and just head the other way. And let the person ramble in their own jar. It's not to say that they're bad or negative or evil for doing so. No, it is just that they will receive the result of their own practice. And yes, it may feel sad if it is a person in the close vicinity. Yet at the same time, one must respect one's own experience. Now, there are different techniques that can, you know, help certain individuals and that would be another chapter that would be another podcast um i think i'll add that to the tool sets because i i'll see if i can talk about how to build a certain kind of tool sets metaphysical tool sets per se so that you can play this a bit like a video game (laughs) have multiple tools for different situations and free flow between it all to what you prefer and what feels a bit more in line with your style, with your vibe, you know? Again, this is basically a dump of explanation in one particular way, which is what I've experienced and what I've gathered and collected. If it doesn't necessarily resonate with you, that's fine. Yet, take the time to have that inner conversation and ask, okay, well, what do I prefer? And then head towards that. The same kind of goes with techniques, right? If there are various techniques out there, well, there are various techniques out there. Yet, if there's some that you don't necessarily prefer, you automatically know in your mind, feeling-wise, what would be preferred. So just go at it and ask yourself those questions to refine and tailor from a general point of, Okay, well, I prefer something that's a bit more in that vibe. To then get more specific, okay, describe that vibe. Describe the type of explanation. Describe the type of situation that you prefer. The feelings and mood that you would prefer getting. How that feeling of connecting with yourself feels, right? You're going to get all the answers when it comes to those inner questions. Um... It's kind of like saying, as long as you're able to kind of clear yourself from harmful perception, you know, within yourself. So, again, whatever puts it at the back or at the fault of the exterior, or just the aspect of condemnation and judgment, whether it be the exterior or yourself, please acknowledge how much of a waste of time it is. (laughs) A complete 
fucking waste of time. Like, look at, I love saying this because it's like, look at how much of a waste of fucking time listening to the news is. You are getting someone else's perceptual analysis, which is often oriented to the negative, of some other situation which you will never get any kind of causational factors leading to. So you won't necessarily understand, um, let's say if it's in an incident, any of the party's thinking method leading to their perception of a situation leading to them having an action leading to them having the result that they have. You'll never get that. You're just being told, ah, result, react. Oh, God. And then assume based on those factors. Doesn't really help. So, waste of time. Because that's just downloading more fear into your hard drive. That's just downloading more negativity in your hard drive. And, of course, negativity being placed and labeled as, this is what's happening in the world. This is what the world looks like. Which, again, basic bread. 1.0, you know? So many more things are happening in the world. Yet, this is... Just acknowledging that, hey, indirectly, as a collective, we have bought into that waste of time. Not all. Yet, it's just to understand that that collective behavior, that collective momentum, is what keeps people running mentally with stereotypes. You know? Again, personal experience. I never got into gangster rap. Never gave a fuck. So, my perception of the police remained at a neutral And through that, I never had any assumption of them as officers. I kept a general human perception of them. Same kind of goes with doctors, same kind of goes with lawyers, same kind of goes with all that stuff. Because I'm not feeding into any kind of narrative. Okay? Which then influences my relationships with them. Because I no longer assume out of the popular perception, you know, out of a repeated fiction, which is someone else's experience, which is not something that I am living. Thus, in a sense, on a technicality aspect, to me, it is fiction. Okay? I do not buy into fiction. And this is not to deny one's experience or another person's experience. It is just to understand that one's experience is gradually, granularly experienced by oneself to the degree of one's awareness, how much you pay attention to it. Meaning, do you pay attention to your thoughts, which leads you to understand your own perception, which leads you to understand your actions, which leads you to understand your results? Right? You can't demand that from anyone else, and to anyone else, it is, on a technicality, a fiction, because they are not living it. So it is not denying one's experience. It is simply not buying into their fiction, as you will never live it the way that they did. And you will never have their perception, as their perception is individually tailored through the granular events in their life that they encountered at the time that they encountered it. You can't share that shit. (laughs) 
It's nuts. It's kind of like saying, how would you be able to listen to one's thought on a daily basis? How many thoughts do we have? 70,000, 60,000 per day. Us. And they pass at practically light speed. Would you really want to listen to someone else's thought pattern? There are righteous reasons for it, and there are certain people that will specialize in those, you could say, metaphysical abilities. But you wouldn't want to live that every day and with everyone around you. It's kind of like there's a scene in Justice League Unlimited where Martian Manhunter starts listening and hearing. It's kind of like the Christmas episode. He starts hearing and listening to everyone's casual thoughts, and that's a very very tiny representation of the amount of thoughts um, circling around the same time but it's a good representation also it would kind of just make the viewer go cray cray there would be thousands millions billions of thought passing it in a single second so you just can't and you can't demand that from yourself nor anyone else yet Understanding that you won't necessarily get the context that leads to certain perception, just a general aspect of it, then you kind of leave your, it kind of puts the weights off your shoulder, all right, and the shoulders of everyone else. Fully understanding that you're the only one that will get it to that point. It is important. (laughs) Because then it makes you think twice about some of the stuff that you're posting online. Are you posting for pity? Are you posting to attempt to share some of that? Are you posting in order to share that to feel better about yourself? Because this may go into certain one or zero type of perimeter where, okay, I feel good if certain people get it, but then I feel bad if some people don't. You're never supposed to feel bad. Again, it you were never supposed to. You remember that heart reaction? You're disconnecting yourself from yourself and universe slash God slash the all slash everything else. So there's no point in feeling bad. Yet, take account. Ask yourself. It's not an aspect of doing it or versus not doing it. It's simply to understand what is your train of thought, expectations, and assumptions as you're doing these actions. What are you trying to get, right? What are you trying to feel? And yes, there's some subtle nuances in that. Of course, it's not black or white. Meaning, you may post to cheer other people's mood while talking about those specific details that you really like. And guess what? Just the fact that you're enthusiastic in that while talking about it will bring that out in other people. So it's not so black or white. It's just that you don't want to remain 100%, you could say, reliant on other people's reactions for you to feel great about doing that specific activity. Because then that's kind of defeating the purpose. You know? (laughs) So it's a game. It really is a bit of a game. And you are entirely in control of it to the degree that you pay attention to it. So, yes, we picked up things from prior momentums. And when you, you could say you superimpose your experience of birth and growing up 
onto humanity's birth and successive growing experience. Meaning, it doesn't matter if you believe in Adam and Eve and that story. Let's look at it from a logical standpoint and a very logical and gradual standpoint. For that, let me take another sip of water because you understand how this is going, right? This is one of the thing with channeling. It just comes and comes and comes and, and just goes and goes and goes like the Energizer Bunny, right? Without the electricity or the mascot look. And you could superimpose that to how talking and discussing or diving into your awareness of what you love would keep you on a similar momentum, which is in your benefit, of course. So, all right, let's superimpose that stuff. As a baby, you just come on this earth, don't even know words, okay? You don't know definitions, you don't know words, you don't know concepts, all right? So think about that when it comes to the prehistoric era. There was no words. There was no concept. It took us a while to figure out how to do fire. All right. Because in that state, it is quite a primal state of being and understanding. It is fight or flight state because there's no words, there's no concept, and there's no self-awareness. So oftentimes... At that stage, it is, are you friend or foe? I haven't seen you in my tribe. Or, or you're just already jumpy from having fought, let's say, a saber-toothed tiger or having ran away from a predator. So with that fight or flight, you encounter another human being, yet you are not from the same tribe. You are not from the same, you could say, um, part of town. They're not even from your family. So again, without any kind of words, terminologies, or concepts of other uh, human being or just compassion or, you know, a visceral, physical understanding of what love is in the mental aspect of it, well, then it's kind of like a stare down of just, okay, What's going to happen now? I'm not even sure. Am I going to back up? Am I going to run away? Am I going to attack? Or am I going to welcome this person? Like, I'm not necessarily sure. And even that, you know, I'm adding words to it. But think of it just as a feeling state and just reactionary state. Because, again, there's no words at that period. Again, you ain't no guru, baby. And if there was, yes, there were shamans. But it's not like they knew words and terminologies and complexity of thought at that time. Remember, the language was not even there. So you can see, start progressively seeing that through various encounters, time after time, there are different practices of grouping that begin to happen. You know, there's a bit of a leeway that starts happening. It's like, oh shit, you're not a predator, but mm, can't really see you as fully aggressive, but at the same time, you know what? I might as well accept you around the tribe. So you can start seeing multiple groupings starting to happen. Then we get tribe wars because, hey, you're not part of my tribe and you're stealing my hunt? You're stealing my prey? Fuck you, you know? Again, no words, no concept. Just visceral reaction of just, hey, this is my land. What are you doing? Who are you, you know? So, again, there's not an evolution of concept 
there are no concepts. There's practically no words. Um, there are certain concepts, but you understand what I mean on the technical aspect of it and the human compassion aspect of it. There is cooperation that was born naturally. Yet when facing another tribe, and especially in certain situations where you feel that they are hunting over your territory because you stayed there for a while, again, no concept of one planet, one species, well, it, it's kind of easy to see how it just turns into wars and raids and assaults, all right? Then you get into a kind of civilization, like the Greeks and the Romans. And yes, there's an expansion in consciousness through each of those eras and each of those, um, you could say, timelines and activities. And yes, there's various concepts of wordings and history of uh, philosophies uh history kind of kind of gets recorded yet we're still at low level of consciousness meaning there's still an idea of might is right superiority true power superiority true manipulation power meaning all at the time so there's less and less of an understanding of oneself because when you go power or might is right it is always might is right over someone else. And when you don't reflect upon that, well then, you remember what I told you about how shit kind of comes back to you? Well, yeah, you'll have enough time conquering countries and utter and subjugating other people until it kind of comes right back to you. And at the same time, it is this state of that level of consciousness, right? There's less self-inquiry, thus less compassion for oneself and by proxy, everyone else around. Because as you understand how your own perception and your own interaction with yourself and the divine works without any inter uh, intermediate or without any mediators, you know, without any priests or shamans and all that. When you understand that, who you are as a soul having a human experience, then there's much more fondness for everyone else being in the same boat. So you can start perceiving how logically that the level of consciousness kind of grew over the years. And indirectly, as we were a child or as we were babies per se, we have reproduced that, prius that kind of, it's kind of like saying that history, yet it was fast-tracked because we were then introduced to different concepts, to different words, to different ideas of relationship. And that literally made it much easier to fast-track our level of consciousness when grasped. It, it was kind of like getting up to date with, this, with a version of this level of consciousness, per se. Because... Well, you're not left as a wild baby that turns into a wild child attacking fight or flight and, you know, having that distance from a concept of uh, group civilization or intercommunication with the other. See what I mean? Like, imagine if you were just left out there without necessarily having that kind of introduction and words, which is why... I say all is a double edge because 
there are some positive aspects to some of the indoctrination that we got. It's not all negative, which is why, to a certain degree, I do want to find a different word. I don't necessarily like the whole indoctrination aspect. It kind of has a negative connotation. But, again, there's not all negative in that. See? So, it kind of gave us a boost and got up to speed with certain concepts. Now, here's the thing. We are at a point in our collective species where we are understanding this aspect of uh, inner work, inner understanding and understanding between the mind, body, spirit to a point where separation and division is illogical. It makes no sense. Again, one planet, one species, right? Why are we still having different currencies? Why are we still having people identified with nationality and being, and not necessarily identified, but, you know, sticking so strong with this idea of nationality, of identity, and all that, without realizing that all that stuff is fluid, right? Well, indirect perpetuation of a lower level of consciousness than we truly are. Television. Repetition, 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 right? Stuck on an identity. Fight for your identity. Fight for your right. Fight for that single, one-track-minded, perceptual box with specific rule sets that aren't necessarily getting you in communion with the entirety of yourself and your full potential, as well as those of others. That's simple. Again, it's not back to caveman era or even medieval time because we're not warring at each other over resources or not as frequently as we used to. I mean, you'd be raiding a village practically every week or every day to a certain degree. I mean, man, those Vikings, they didn't take no fucking prisoners, right? Very low level of consciousness. So we're not at that. But compared to our potentiality, and again, we've had multiple prophets coming over year after year discussing these things, okay? Trying their best to explain these theories and understandings with the level of wording uh, that was present at the time. So, when fondly pondered on from their perspective and point of view not an intermediary or a mediator's perception of their perception. I'm talking about, yo, take the fucking bold step as is the creator or a spark of the creator and ask yourself, as this prophet, what did I mean by expressing this specific line and quote? Feel how their heart reaction works with this too. Because you will see the distortion from the mediators in an aspect of control and power. Anything that puts you below anyone or anything else, okay? Anything that puts you below or separate or against or fearful of is a distortion. Because the all created the all. Thus, the all has unconditional love for everything. For the all, everyone. All right? So we are at a level of consciousness where we can get this consciously. 
it makes complete sense and logic and you can test it out with your heart reaction and oh i hear you what about in movies how you react to this and that and this and that again beautiful programming <laughs> uh, true repetition it's not done consciously okay but true repetition beautiful programming of feel bad because i deem that you should feel bad in that moment i'm adding the music i'm adding the drama i'm adding the facial expression and this piggybacks off the prior distortion of not understanding the heart reaction which was always you know quite often i won't say always i know there there's many parents out there that kind of got into gear quite early on and i commend you for that so again you, you you can literally let that quote fly by your head but there were many parents that were making their kids feel bad through scolding them because of their own perception you know it's like feel bad because i perceive you this way or i perceive this this way and i'm going to give you conditional love because of it and when you get that it was never ever your fucking fault and of course non-duality yes and no yes because in the moment you've done x y you've taken one step to get a result it's not your fault in the aspect that this other person's perception of not grasping your level of understanding which is not to their level of course differences in years right it's fucking obvious so you shouldn't have made to feel bad because of that other person's perception you shouldn't it's just it doesn't make sense but again you understand how those habits are perpetuated and passed on so it's not even your parents fault again no fault impartial unconditional love this is just putting things on the table so that you can understand what led to this massive distortion of our heart reaction of how we react you know it's just laying things down on the table for you to kind of see the the natural extent of that distortion which led to cancel culture and other things like that you know it's kind of like uh, i think i had a video saying societally engineered mental illnesses because in a way it is not to say this in a negative light it's just straight up on the table impartial it's been created by society who didn't understand what their own heart reaction was because through a natural momentum, it was just passed on and seen as normal. Casualize and normalize insanity. But when you get it, you just rebalance your own shit. <laughs> you don't force other people to do so because you understand the foolishness of it. You understand the madness that this is or that is because there's always going to be another. And you'll never change your own perception. So you'll keep reactivating those same files in your hard drive. Your hard drive, your perception. So understanding this, you can also see that just the fact that we're able to pick up on this, that we're able to collectively see this because there's more people from various mediums, science, religion, spirituality, understanding this with different, you know, bringing different wordings, different practices, different techniques, different venues. 
just the fact that there's more of this out there now freely and readily accessible all right with less and less judgment <laughs> well doesn't it feel on uh, you know understanding that momentum logically doesn't it feel like we're heading towards planetary unity right it does I mean, yes, there's still going to be people who will run the momentum of having their perception affected by the news and television shows and all that. And it's understandable because, again, repetition, repetition and routine. Certain people remain comfortable in that, would try to move out of that, get the heart reaction and blame it on the fact that they're not getting their fix. So they go for their fix. But it's it's not that. Again, when you take the time to get that into that inner conversation and ask multiple questions you may land on the fact that oh i'm thinking less of me for not getting that fix or i'm thinking less of me because of some kind of a righteous duty you know again another perceptual box which could be a great topic um playing around or step breaking down perceptual boxes maybe maybe not who knows maybe i've kind of spoke about it enough that there's no need to dive into that topic any further or maybe there is um, see it like a russian doll at times because we didn't necessarily pay attention to it or didn't necessarily perceive it like that certain people may be stuck in perceptual boxes within other perceptual boxes so when you go back to the understanding the natural law that you never ever came on this earth with those concepts and perceptual boxes all right you can start seeing little by little what's been added on top of the other um i guess you can kind of go with oh okay well here's a big one and that's like a uh, a massive cannonball shot when it comes to the whole school system all right or at the school system you kind of want to know where there's so many school shootings depression anxiety is because when you have the perceptual box that your entire future relies on that even if you have to study shit that has absolutely nothing to do with your interest or nothing to do with your individual personality and what connects with you well that's one aspect of pressure but on top of that box is the fact that you have to fit in to the social game or else this will make it hard for you to go to this place day after day because you have to deal with people that are conditionally loving and needing you to act a certain way for you to feel good. So you're, in a sense, and again, it's not an absolute because you could have got out of that perceptual box, but when you don't know and you feel forced to play that game on top of, the, of being forced to go through this system that again doesn't necessarily interest you doesn't even connect with you and doesn't even really make you feel good in its entirety well you can kind of start seeing how the pressure and anxiety builds up then you add at home again like i said that nice little pressure of your future right so you didn't necessarily get a good grade and something that you didn't necessarily like that perceptual reaction from your parents of scolding you of calling you xyz because they feel bad 
because of their own perception of what you getting a bad grade means, right? It's their perception. It doesn't mean it's yours and it doesn't mean shit about the reality of the situation. Because the reality of the situation is you might not necessarily be that interested in that subject and you might not necessarily even use it or you might not even necessarily perceive where you will use and how you will use that subject. So there's not real enthusiasm to it. So you get that extra box of pressure at home because apparently for that situation, that living situation in the home, you need to perform a certain way or else blank you know so you start adding boxes on top of those boxes right you you start perceiving this kind of limiting of one's personality and you know pleasure in a sense because you got to fit in those boxes because apparently this determines your future which is already a flawed very flawed way of seeing it doesn't determine your future. Your future can be determined by any kind of event in your life. Meaning, you could have a different passion. And you could have literally accelerated in it like certain pop artists. Hell, Michael Jackson as an example. Of course, a bit of a distorted example for the fact that he was forced into performing by his dad. Yet... Again, that practice every night, continuously, over and over and over, led to this level of excellence. You know, led to this genius as well. Again, beatboxed his whole instruments for his songs. Did not know how to write a music sheet. But still created in a way that worked with him because of that extended focus on that. So you can start seeing uh, the distortions kind of breaking away. You can't put yourself that or allow anyone or anything else to put that high level of pressure on you for a fake and vague idea of what your future is. You're the only one who can kind of create your own future and you will ever change because you're not just a one track person. You're not a one trick pony. You might, uh, you've seen these examples of people going through certain career paths and then switching and changing. Are you bad for doing so? No. Interests, different interests, different perception, different likings. You're allowed to change. Yet, can you see that with all those perceptual boxes stacked on top of each other, one would remain stuck in a mindset that... Okay, well, it'd be a bit too risky to make that switch or to make that change. I'd have to take all this time in college and I'd have to redo all of this. I'd have to do all of that and I just can't, even though I'd feel much better, but I just don't want to. Can you see how it kind of makes it a tad bit tricky? And for all you know, a person could just start a project on the side and see what happens. As long as they do not fuck around with their expectations based on exterior perception. Meaning, oh, you shouldn't expect to have big revenues because you don't have blank or you don't have that. Scratch that. You don't fucking know what can happen. It's like saying, oh, I can predict the future, but only in the negative aspect. So I definitely know that I'm not going to be successful if I don't get this diploma or that. 
Right. Hey, that's a great, great television future predicting abilities, right? Only see the negative, right? Can you see how that kind of fucks with your life? <laughs> Perception plays a big part in your life. And going back to the whole school shooting, after having all these perceptual boxes on top, you can see how certain people would just snap after a while. You can also see that when you mix in the might is right perception with guns or any kind of violence that's being perpetuated or, you know, the repetition of the righteously vengeful character that's going on a revenge mission, you know, you can kind of see how just that kind of repetition adds on top of those perceptual boxes and just kind of leads a nice cocktail. Again, it is not a beat per beat type of deal. It is simply understanding and perceiving the concept of perceptual box from a general aspect. It is not an A to B thing. It is just a general aspect. All right. It, it just again a general aspect of noticing how where you can kind of be sent if your perception is continuously toyed with by the exterior while you are continuously feeling the negative impacts of your own emotional trappings and reverberation from that perception which you are not controlling up until you control it when you do you spare yourself a lot of misery <laughs> Oh, man, and you heard that, man. That siren just confirmed it. Woo! <laughs> Synchronicity is always fun, and you kind of want to be perceptually aware of these things. If you guys heard the siren, doesn't really matter. <laughs> it does to me. So, getting that just gets to be a whole plethora of fun, because you don't necessarily fall to the wayside of not having that perceptual awareness of your own perceptual boxes, which then brings your emotions, your emotional reactions. All right. You, you, you're kind of more in tune with yourself. So you kind of understand, oh, why am I reacting like that? I don't necessarily feel that or like that. Where did I pick up that, that uh, suggestion? Where did I pick up that perception? Okay, well, let me change that because I didn't come to earth with this. It's not basic default engraved. And I always have the power to change. It's just rep a different repetition. And of course, you don't force yourself to get it snap in one go. You allow yourself to do it gradually. Because if you force yourself to do it in one go again, it's just adding this useless pressure on top of yourself. Again, you, you can start seeing the interconnection between all of this. And you can start perceiving the momentum of these things. Um, in relationship to how they've impacted you in your life and other people around you to a general degree. You'll only be able to spot your individual experience, of course, to its fullest degree. So that's why take that time and start retweaking because you can see you can kick yourself into one heck of a high momentum with this understanding of yourself and taking hold of the control of your controller, right? And not being so um, in, how do I say? It's kind of like being at the whims of the ever-changing momentum and ever-changing perceptual boxes outside of you. You've got the control, you've got the key, 
all right and it's all take it at your own time every night having a little bit of revision right so kind of hope it's been a good lay down on why you kind of want to get those abilities why you want to how do you say master yourself your own thinking and play with this aspect of non-duality because nothing is really fixed and you were never really supposed to think and act in a fixed linear mindset way you're ever changing all right so whatever imposed that upon you prior is just a result of a prior momentum on its own and not having self-awareness to understand how it impacts oneself thus impacts the other thus not perpetuating it and hey we're getting this again collectively we're heading towards unity it is inevitable <laughs> it literally is <laughs> so take heart you know have fun just be pleasant about it be playful about it and hey just realizing the fact that we are the first pocket of generation both uh, both prior generation this current middle generation the few and then the recent generation as well as the future generation who are experiencing this more complete understanding of ourselves and the whole mind body spirit understanding without getting religious too religious or too philosophical you know we're we're getting this down to earth which is fucking cool and accessible to everyone everyone who will take the time and understand it if you don't then you don't yet there's always going to be a point which will have you reflect upon oneself and make decisions so again it's not gg game over it's man, there's another opportunity out there so it's quite fun and you'll start noticing a lot more of these kind of discussions out there because we're all here sharing information and helping each other out because that's how we would want to be treated thus we treat each other that way and that just brings a natural expansion to everyone again your experience adds to the whole your individual granularity of being adds to the whole you will inspire other people with your creation whether it be yourself whether it be some artistic stuff whether it be in your career or whether it be simply an interaction with someone else you did create your attitude when you understand that so you add to the collective and you do get to impact or inspire someone else which will then pull out a variation of that and then the cycle continues they inspire someone else so it's very natural and logical when you pay the time to think about it and to perceive it and to reflect it back on your life if you're going back to basic bread tv uh, on a higher or longer base well then you kind of lose out on that and you just pay much less attention to the rich beautiful granular nuances of your own life and at that point well you don't know what you don't know so that's fine yet hey since you have the opportunity to take control and to rich to to live much richfully more fully then why not <laughs> you know it's that easy 
and also at the same time uh, to bring it a, in a bit of a harsh way just to balance all this niceness um, well <laughs> sure you don't know what you don't know but then now you know so you don't get to complain anymore if you're not going to take those steps <laughs> uh, it's practically like that and okay being a bit cheeky about it but um use that as a golden gun for yourself or whatever negative thoughts might come in the aspect of your potentiality for it so if you have any thoughts like oh i can't do it or oh that's not for me or oh i can't you know get control of my own mind well you know what's gonna happen so now you can't complain at all gg <laughs> good game done you know it's <laughs> It'll just give a bit of an emphasis, okay? It's not to be uh, aggressive to it, but it's just that extra fire in the fire in the back. Just kind of go, okay, well, no more complaining. And as soon as you pick yourself up complaining about something, you'll just laugh and go, ah, <laughs> you know, and then you won't complain. <laughs> uh, again, be playful about this, and um, yeah. I think next one or next episode, I'll see if I can bust out the tools or some more, uh, maybe an initiation to inner conversation. Yeah, it's either a mix of that both, but I'll see if I can bust out more tools. All right. So again, it's in the game. Play this like a game. You've got the controller and you know what you prefer, what kind of controls you prefer, right? It's kind of like saying, and I guess another good analogy before going, it's like saying, would you rather be an expert in your favorite game and go through the game performing at that expert level, you know, enjoying performing those moves, noticing new uh, techniques that you could use, noticing new pathways and patterns that you could use, or... Would you rather hand off the controller to someone else for them to play the entire game in front of you? Because it's practically like that. If you're going to continuously rely on the exterior, join into that whole cancel culture for whatever mentality or whatever area, then it's basically just shoving your, the controller of your life onto someone else's hands. And then complaining about it because they're not playing the game right the way that you want it. <laughs> You're not doing it right. <laughs> see, it's just, okay, it's fucking silly. But now you see how what's been perpetuated that way, right? That's practically most of your main characters in a nutshell. It takes them... A whole episode or more, which is multiple days to kind of get this, you can get this in a single moment. A 20-minute lifespan. A single hour. Not fake hour that's expanded through multiple days and week in story time. No, a single hour of your day. You've just grown. Just by simply taking the controller, learning your movesets... Learning your reactions and feedbacks with your movesets and just getting better at the game. So stop passing your controller and, you know, be playful about it. Laugh about it. Don't be judgmental or condemning to anyone else nor yourself when it comes to that. We're getting this, all right? 
So it's in the game. Game on. <laughs> and have fun, people.